Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin. And Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're talking about enjoying the victories. Before we do that, though, let's talk about your mail. Guys, we all know that getting offers into the hands of people with land that you want to buy is crucial to the success of our business, and there is no better or cheaper way to do that than Rocket Print and Mail. Justin and I both run our businesses on it and couldn't be happier. It's quick, easy, and by far the most effective way to get your letters out. So go check them out. Uh, get a special discount if you go to the website, rocketprintandmail.com forward slash casual Fridays. Yo. What's up? I'm glad you brought up Rocket Print and Mail this week because, I mean, two things about them. Two things about them. Okay. So I, first thing, this is kind of a on me story. So I'm doing a consulting call. Guy looks in there and he, he, he was wondering about the time distance from when it goes in to when he, when he actually gets his test letter that they put in for him. And he's like, man, it took like two and a half, three weeks. And I said, yeah. He said, you do know there's a dashboard that you can go see when your mail's been delivered. He had no idea. So I opened up mine and let him see mine. He goes, wow, you really send mail. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we do. And second thing about them, we've always toted that they are a full service print shop. They're not your other guys that say they throw offers to owners. They're not those guys that charge 3.5% service fees. They can only do a, a letter. They can really do anything. And so I said, hey, Deb, could you throw a post-it in there for me? You know what she told me? I'm sure she said yes. Yes, she said yes. <laughs> she said she could throw a bullet in there if I wanted. Because they have done that before. Not for me, but for somebody else. Well, I've never heard her say no to anything. <laughs> I haven't either. And that's why I love them. Because it is, yes. I don't know what the cost is, but let me get back to you. We can do it. Yeah. So that's the that's the important thing about having the right people on your team and the, having the right tools in the back end is that sometimes we don't utilize them all the way to the to the umpteenth degree, but we have the ability to get them in place, use their professional back end, and make us look like rock stars. Yeah. I mean, we, we love them. That's why we stick with them and tat them so much. I think, it, I mean, there's a lot of people that use them nowadays too. I mean, I, yeah. I would I would be willing to set that we're still seeing seven figures mail counts monthly through them. It's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. So today's topic you're wanting to talk about celebrating the wins. Yeah, I did. I we had a very good week here, you and I and Trevor and everybody. We got the master class all figured out and mm-hmm. up and running. And once it was done and we made notifications, well, you also had a nine hundred twenty thousand dollar sale. Oh, yeah, yeah, That yeah. you're a part of. And you yeah. also had a $112,000 sale. Yeah, yeah. Like, all around, just an incredible week for all businesses. It was. And, it was. Um, once we acknowledged to our inside group, mm-hmm. hey, this is done. This is what we did. This is how it was. We just said, cool. Let's move on. <laughs> move on. And then I got home later that day or maybe that night. I mean, you and I gave a high five. Like yep. I was, I already thought about, I was going to get up and go to your office, give you a high five. And you had already come in mind to give me one. Lies, filthy lies. You got to prove it. That's you, not true. Don't say you're going to bring tacos and don't show up with tacos. Yeah. You beat me to it. So, but anyway, I got home that night and I was like, most businesses will never have a day like we just had. Yeah. Fair enough. 
And what did we do? Nothing. Nothing. I, and dude, I when you brought this up, I'm like, I don't know why he's wanting to bring this up because this is probably my worst trait as a business owner is is doing that celebration. Like I'm great at celebrating other people's victories. Like I will root for you. I will take you to dinner. I will find you a trophy and get you a trophy for weirdest things ever. But when it comes to me, eh, I don't get it. And it's a, I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing because when we first started this business and, and, and I remember the first couple of sales, I, I really remember it when we were, when I started on my own. Like I would celebrate those. Like we would do it. We'd do a sale dance. Like, Oh, we sold it. We sold it. We sold it. And we'd try to go like have dinner, like something small as a family. But that meant we got to eat the next month. You know, we were hungry then. And do you get, do you get kind of numb to it over time? Well, that's, I think that was kind of the problem is that you do get numb to it, but that also is bad for the business because you don't take the time to celebrate what you're doing, what you've accomplished, where you're going, like all that. And, I almost felt like we needed to come up with something like some kind of tradition. Like, I don't care what, what you had mentioned, if that's like a shot of tequila or yeah. it's like we take two hours and we go ring the bell, race, go karts, <laughs> yeah, yeah, go yeah. shoot guns, go see a movie, whatever, you know, yeah. it's like you get, if you don't appreciate those things, then you're just going to miss out on everything that's going on. And like, this is supposed to be fun. Mm-hmm. So why don't we make it fun? I, man, I'm listening. I'm all ears. So one of the, uh, one of the guys I consider one of my mentors, uh, David, he, he always asked me, do I celebrate those wins? He always asked me about that. And I'm like, yeah, 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 you know, we do, you know, you know, you know, we do, we do, we got that. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm lying out of my ass every time I say that to him because I don't anymore. I don't. I'm so focused on, like, here's my thought process through all of this is look at deal, find good deal, buy good deal, get good deal listed, and I'm done with it. The payment on the back end is just a byproduct of me doing the work on the front end. And I'm so hyper-focused on looking for the deal, find the deal, buy the deal, get it listed and go. I don't worry about the win. And and that is a personality defect of mine. I'll own it. And I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do about that, Adam. I get it. What's that hyper focus that does not allow you to enjoy it along the way. So I think it takes like a cognitive, like, re- you know, realization. Yeah. Like, Hey, I just had my, next best month yeah and then you've got to do something to celebrate that or i i feel like we're missing out if we don't i I think you just want to throw a party with me and you want to do something and usually in this type of situation you bait me into having throwing some random like meetup or something and i'm not going to do that to you today i'm not going to say hey we should celebrate let's all meet xyz at this place who's coming free drinks on adam yeah, yeah, no, no, don't do that. Don't do that. We, we are we are having a uh, party on the end of April, beginning of May. That's that, that, that's the party that, that with the masterclass guys. It's uh, yeah, I uh, I think that'll be fun. I, I'm not taking away from that. I know the amount of work that's going to go into these guys and what they're going to be doing. I know the amount of work that we are going to put into this because we currently do it, and I know the fruits of that that work is going to be an amazing amazing thing for these guys and for us it's all around it it rises the tide um i want to, I, I want to say something real quick i don't want to oh, go ahead. you finish your thought okay i, I was saying i wasn't <laughs> gonna get too deep into the master class and who they are yet because we haven't had the kickoff call on all that so i was gonna i was gonna leave that for next couple of weeks maybe get trevor down and have him coming in we talk a little bit yeah the only thing i wanted to say is since this is coming out on april 1st and that's what we told everyone like we would have it picked by mm-hmm. i wanted to say to the people who didn't get in the inaugural class okay because we had a lot of yeah. people that wanted in yes a lot and there was 
incredible candidates. Mm-hmm. And one of the toughest things we've had to do is narrow down that first class. Yeah. And so it feels, I think you probably feel this way too. I know everybody, it's just like, how do you make that decision? Mm-hmm. And so we essentially just sat down and we picked with the, like, you know, the people that we felt best for the first class, people had the most experience, people we've worked with, just mm-hmm. like there was and, a certain criteria. That, and there was, and there was a location thing too, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's safe to say that the class was actually bigger than we thought it was going to be. I yeah. can, I, I think that's fair enough to say, right? Yeah. But the amount of States we were going to cover is the exact same. Yeah. So it, it, it turned out to be a bigger class group, same amount of States we planned on covering in our first class, which worked out perfect because we cut it down from, I think we hadn't, we had 25 that were like, yes, give me the money. Here's the money right now. We had another 10 or so that were like, Hey, I could go the first class, but you know, maybe the second class may be a better fit for me. I want to do it. And then we had some other like, yeah, you know what? Right now is not a good time, but I want to watch and see how this goes over the next year or so. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, all in all, you had about 40 people that were ready to, to go between now and the next 12 months. So that that's tough group to come down to and say, Hey, you're going to get it down to five. Mm-hmm. And then we said, okay, Hey, well, we got seven in a house. We got seven rooms. Do we go to seven? Mm-hmm. And then you get we cut it down and had some super solid candidates that had plenty of experience. They had you know the capital ready to deploy, surprising capital ready to deploy. Mm-hmm. Um, had some working knowledge that were going to be easy fits. And then there was a, just a core synergy between some guys in there that really lined up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you really wanted in this first class, what I'm trying to say is that, and you did and you didn't get in. It's like nothing against you. Like yeah. you're, as I told you on the phone, you're still in line, very top for the next class. Yeah, I hope you still want to come with us on that um, ride when that time comes. Mm-hmm. When it, basically we had to pick who we thought were the best for this class, and we did. And just because you didn't make it doesn't mean that you're not awesome and not ready to rock. And we don't want to work with you. Um, we're just gonna have to ask you to be patient. That way we can give everybody the attention that they deserve yeah. and come in with these promises that we've been making for uh, the people who trusted us to come on board. Yeah. The commitments we, we've put in place for ourselves there. And it's a, uh, it's, I, I'm excited for it. I've, I've already seen guys in our group sending me deals again. And there's actually a couple of them that I'm probably going to invest in already that we're ready to rock with. And I'm like, you're hey, hey, roll the reins up, but let's not get rid of that deal. We want it because it's going to be good. But that brings me to the next point. If you want to watch this live as it unfolds, you're going to go to the invest uh, invest tab on the Casual Fridays REI website, put your information in there, and then we're going to put you in a database for those who potentially like to be the passive investor in some of this because it's a um, you will own a piece of the LLC. You, you know you you've worked with us, you've done land with us, so this is all new to us. So it's going to be you'll be di- funding these deals for these managers uh, as they see fit. You know we'll be putting our money across the board. So that's super exciting for me. Um, yeah, yeah. Just to be clear, let's make that very clear here. We are going to allow people to come in and put money in these deals. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a part of that and you want to see the deals that are coming through and invest your money, you need to go to casualfridaysaria.com, click on the invest tab, and submit your information. I feel like there should be like some kind of asterisk here. This is not a securities offering. This is just letting you know that you will be put on an email list to see deals that these guys are offering. They're not these guys are putting out um, and looking for partners on. Yes. Okay. Cool. Anyway, back to celebrating all that. What are we going to do? We got a bottle out there. Oh, the, oh, oh, (laughs) oh, you know, man, I'm not a whiskey guy or a bourbon guy. What's in the fridge? Is there a beer? We do have a beer. We got two beers. I'll open a crack crack beer beer, beer with you. Okay. (laughs) 
Um, whatever you don't want. I'll drink either. Give me the Miller. Okay. I thought you were the Miller guy. Thank you. All right, hold on. I got to crack it into the microphone so they can actually hear you cracking it. Ready? All right. So the the cool thing about this is, and I don't want people to think it's the master class that we're celebrating, because it is. There is a, that's a piece of it. It's nice to see that business do well. But there have been so many closings this week. We have done over what 1.3 million in revenue on just land, mm-hmm. you know, and that's all at over a cash on cash return of over 150 percent. Mm-hmm. So while we're talking about this, and I and I know there's going to be somebody out there who's like, oh, you're just trying to flex your showboat and you're on a podcast, you know, the guru mentality. Yeah, you know, fuck yourself. <laughs> but what I will say that we have closed deals in Arkansas, Mississippi, Texas. Oklahoma this week. So these are all real deals that have sold. This is cash generating in. So, I mean, when I look at my deal board, I'm like, fuck, I got deals in 10 states right now. Mm-hmm. And I got people telling me, I can't find nothing. <laughs> so, right, well, cheers. Cheers. Uh, I hope everybody else out there is doing this as well. Oh. And, uh, beer wasn't yeah. bad. Tasted pretty good. <laughs> beer tasted pretty good. Right. I will say that. Oh, I got something bothering me today, Adam. Oh, here we go. It's that's not a big thing. Well, it's kind of a big thing. It is a big thing. Getting so we talk about celebrating wins, and we, like I said, we're hyper focused, and typically we don't, because we're hyper focused on that next deal. So I'm working through some deals in Arizona right now. Oh wait, look, Justin mailed Arizona. Oh my God, he says he only mails the wooded part of the national forest. No, sometimes I do deals in Arizona. I've got about I don't know how many going on right there right now. I got a subdivide there too. But have a realtor. He came on strong like he was going to be great. He came back and shook us down. He wanted 14% commission. After he had already done. After he, he'd, he'd agreed to doing four or five deals, and he wanted to come back and amend the agreement on some of them. Told him no. And then he wanted a half-day rate or full-day rate, $300 to $500, to go look at the property that he he's going to list. Gas is expensive, man. I just I can't really afford to keep doing this. 14%. That's... So that's pretty ridiculously high. I, I would agree because, I mean, it's 6% here in Texas. So then me and my way of thinking, I get all F this guy. You know, he's mm-hmm. gone. Oh, hey, thanks for your transparency. We're no longer going to do business. You just lost another $500,000 in revenue and volume for yourself, you know, mm-hmm. that we, we have listed that we're going to list. We we're going to list with you. Not anymore. So I'm like, man, it seems like almost everybody's a real estate agent these days. So I start running down the numbers in the state of Texas. So between 2018 and 2021, 2018 record real estate agents licensed was 145,000. 2021, there was 245,000 licensed real estate agents in the state of Texas. That's a lot. So me and my continue to look and think kind of recognize like, okay, well, how many adults are in the state? How many people are over this age of 18? I think you got to be 18 to be an agent, right? Sounds right. Okay. So yeah. there's 14.5 million people that are over the age of 18 in Texas right now. That seems really low. That's what the number said. That seems... I, I don't know. I Googled it. Yeah. I would and say... That, I Because I would guess there was that many in the Metroplex. Over the age of 18. Okay. There's, so that's one in 50. Yeah. Adults in the state of Texas have a real estate license. I mean... Do you think that follows suit in every other state? Probably. So one in 50 adults has a real estate license. Jesus Christ. And this guy <laughs> wants 14%. I think we've said it before. Like if you, the broker doesn't want 
the stuff that you want, the deals that you want, or doesn't do the work you like, just let him go. Let him go because there's always another one. You just walk 50 people down, 49 people down the road. So, man, I just yeah. I saw that and it blew my mind. Hey, the 14 percent, yeah, you can go go bang yourself. You know, I don't care less. Uh, but the one in 50 really threw me for a loop. Mm. I had to check my math a couple times. I was like, there's no way that's right. Well, that would I mean that when you told me that it bothered me because, you know, for a lot even as a realtor, I'm one, one of the yeah. one in fifty. I, I've always kind of had an issue with the people that we, or not all, but a lot of like realtors that we try and give these listings to. Yeah. And that point just kind of proved why I felt that way because you had already given him four deals. Yeah. Had him on, on listing agreements mm-hmm. at ten percent. He's already making money, and then decides out of nowhere, probably someone his broker or someone told him, "Hey, you're not." making enough money on this yeah right and so now he wants to charge you a day rate he wants to raise to 14 percent, which i've never i've never even heard of that yeah. I, now i've heard of guys offering an equity stake and giving somebody t- like 15 20 percent for them doing boots on the groundwork too but that's an equity stake in a deal that's not i'm giving you 20 percent off the top not counting what my margin is in there or 15 or 14 percent, whatever that number is and i, I just laughed because i think a liz liz if i call today i mean we've done a lot of deals with her if I called her today and say, hey, Liz, I got a deal in outside of Tulsa. I know Justin's about three hours away. Hey, I can be there on Wednesday. Is that okay for you? <laughs> like, no questions asked. She goes whether she's going to get there or not. I don't know. She's probably two or three properties. She's driven to and had to go in several different ways and couldn't get it because it's too muddy. Oh. Because the, the road that showed to be there on Google Earth wasn't really there or the, the easement had a gate on it and we couldn't use it for whatever reason. And, you know, so then I think about this guy and he's like, I almost wonder if it's an ego thing. Oh, I don't want a bunch of $40,000 listings. Look, you're making six thousand dollars off that, or five thousand, five thousand bucks off that. Let's not think. Let's think about all the business that he's losing now, because that's just off of stuff that you're involved with. Yeah, and that doesn't include our circle, who all the time is like, "Hey, do y'all know realtors here? Do you know realtors here? Do you, do you think that person will ever get recommended again?" Oh no, oh no. I have a two hundred. I mean, this we have a two hundred thousand dollar listing that's going to go live in about a week and a half. That he was going to be our guy on. He's not my guy anymore. So. so anyway, yeah, if you're a realtor out there and you're taking land stuff, uh, don't be that guy. Don't be it. But I'm sorry to get off track there because <laughs> it is important that we do celebrate the wins as a, as a small business. You know, I think that our P2 guys are starting to see that fruition. We haven't talked about it much lately, but I mean, I, I mentioned it earlier. You just closed on a deal from uh, one of your P2 people. Yeah. Yeah. We just closed on our um, bought and closed on the sell side. So full circle on okay. our first one. What did, what did, how those numbers look? Uh, it was a 22 acre property bought for 38,000 sold for one Oh six. Whoo. So you mean you really can do deals in this market, Mr. <laughs> Southie? I guess so, man. That's nice. And so, and guys get each one of those get, they split in 50% with you, right? That's right. Yep. Man, that's a nice way. That's a nice little giveaway. And people, I don't think people realize like what that value was in that giveaway. Cause I, I broke it down for Quentin and Kevin earlier and we have our first one that just, it's closed, uh, our title commitment came back and HUDs and everything's good, so we're just waiting on signing. And it was a bot for 17, sold for 58. So after mail and data on that one, they're getting a check for seven grand. Each one of them are getting a check for seven. Mm-hmm. And then we have two more that are on the market, and we, I mean, we're buying it. At, I think we paid 18 for it, and it's on the market at 89, mm-hmm. and it's just now going on the market this week. I mean, if say it sells for that, that's 70 grand. We're already out with all of our. Data and mail cost, shit. Mm-hmm. Splitting thirty five thousand, there's seventeen grand right there each. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 
<laughs> give away too much money at them. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, because you have those, and I have, I still have three, and so yeah. everybody is was it doing well. Yeah, I mean, it, and but our people earned it. I mean, they worked hard. They've been great people to work with. It's well, been awesome. I I love the fact that they got to see it full force, and then they get to see the backside, and they go, "Well, if and and this is me, my caveat to them is like, okay, guys, this is where the difference is made for your business. Do you take your your profit and go buy whatever, go pay for whatever, or do you reinvest it one more time? Because if you did this three more times, you'd have three hundred grand profit. If you were doing this on your own, you had three hundred grand profit sitting there off our deals. And if you made 33% ROI annually, annually, I'm saying you do half a deal a year that's making a hundred percent and you you're spitting off six figures a year and you really didn't break a sweat. Mm -hmm. This is why I love the blueprint method. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That, and you essentially can double those numbers if you send out because, because we're looking like that. You're just sending, you're talking about your 10,000 letters. Yeah. Right. But my 10,000 letters too. Yeah. Uh, you end up buying three, I bought four, but the total sales are going to be almost identical, almost identical. Yeah. yeah. And so, and the, and not just the, and the profit margin of those are all being almost identical. And so yeah. it's been, uh, you ask yourself if I don't know your 10,000 and my 10,000 total cost was what? Like 50 or uh, 10, 10, 6, 10, 6, 10, yeah. 5, 10, 6. Would you spend 10, 6 to make a few hundred thousand dollars? I think, the, I think anybody better be at least saying hell yeah every day. And then you figure out what you're going to do to celebrate that win. That's right. What is it? Take your, take your kids to Chili's, get some skillet queso. Yeah. I'm getting the chocolate molten, right. baby. Or uh, Bieber tickets. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, we're not even going there. Cause you're a believer. No, not me, but I would have gone with my you. family. I would go with you. If you wanted me to go with hey, you, I'll get you a ticket. You can go with them. I will. <laughs> <laughs> if it's going to watch a guy named Justin, I mean, hell, two Justins in the right place at the right time. Okay. I'd, I'd be outside with the nosebleed saying, my name's Justin, too. <laughs> All right. Well, I think it's a good spot to end it. Yeah. Let's... No, I think it is as well. I think that uh, there's a lot of good things coming for all those following along this journey. I think it's been great to see because putting some of that positivity back in there, getting some of that money back out there and showing people that, hey, we also do what we say we do. Um, I think the master class is going to really show that as well. And it's going to be a fun, fun thing for these guys as they get moving. Cool. I agree. All right, guys, that's it for today. Uh, as always, do us a favor. Go to Facebook, YouTube, Instagram. Give us a like, follow, subscribe. And then go to iTunes. Go to Stitcher. Go to wherever else you're listening. Like, rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Appreciate it. Love you. See you next Friday. See you guys.